The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Watching the Throne is presented by Film Colossus, where you can find in-depth analyses of movies, such as How Legolas is the Kobe Bryant of Middle-Earth, and Why the Night Before is the Ultimate Argument for Legalizing Marijuana. Check it out at filmcolossus.com. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep your love. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne. A lyrical analysis of Kanye West. I'm Chris. And I am Travis. <laughs> I really faked you out on that one. <laughs> we both have blank last names. Yeah, that's right. Just I air. don't I don't need people looking me up and digging all through my uh my Facebook. Exactly. And the Instagram. You definitely don't want people going in the Facebook and typing in Christopher J. H. Lambert and seeing all the weird shit on your Facebook page. No, no, I would hate that. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, I would have liked people going to my Instagram and seeing all of my pictures, all of my selfies right? Uh, that I'm posting all the time. You know, it's because I have a role model, you know, <laughs> for all my social media. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you and I both do, and I think the whole world should follow uh, the queen of social media, who happens to be uh, a little lady named Kim Kardashian. Ah, and today, what's today? Today is the most special of all days. October 21st, two days after you and Lauren's anniversary, Travis? No, it is the birthday of the one and only Kim Kardashian West, and we are going to commemorate it with uh, just a celebration of everything she's done. That's right. Of of everything. (laughs) (laughs) Literally everything. We're going to go from birth to, uh, you know, what she had for lunch today. Yeah, so you uh, when you saw that this was a seven-hour podcast <laughs> dubbed part one. Yeah, part was one of, of uh, 78, you know, don't panic. We'll get through it. We're going Ken Burns on this shit. <laughs> um, in light of everything that's been going on, the Paris robberies, all the negativity, this will be a nice podcast. Uh, about posit- It'll be positive. It'll be about all the good things Kim's done. And we've... Ac- We'll even cover some of her funnier, more embarrassing moments because she seems to have a good sense of humor about it. Yeah, and uh, our our go-to person in this situation, <laughs> as is in most situations in life, is Anna. <laughs> Anna's helped us out, giving yeah. us some of her favorite Kim Kardashian moments. She is the true expert here. She has seen every single um, Kim Kardashian, or Keeping Up the Kardashian episode, and all the spinoffs. Um, I will read a quick note from her. Uh, Travis posed me if an impossible task to pick my top five Kimberly Noel Kardashian West moments. 
Considering I've watched hundreds of episodes of Keeping Up and all of their affiliated shows, this is near impossible. However, I will rise to the challenge. <laughs> in no particular order, here are my top five Kim moments. And uh, we'll get to all those and some of Chris and I's favorites, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, you know, it's it's nice to be honoring Kim. Because I remember when Kanye and Kim first started dating, I really liked Kanye at that point. But it was still before Yeezus and before kind of my impassioned love affair with Kanye <laughs> began and uh I didn't know much about her mm-hmm. I just know that I knew at the time that people hated her and she had a tv show and was all over social media right um but not much about her as a person so it's been really nice the last few years as my Kanye obsession our <laughs> Kanye obsession has grown has reached to- scary levels yeah, to kind of uh, get to know Kim more and see how, I don't know, I just, how awesome Kim is and yeah. them as a couple and how happy that makes me. Yeah. It was uh, really gradual to where, like, I I was completely apathetic to Kim. I never hated her because I guess I don't think hedonism is the worst thing on the planet, like some people do. But, like, I don't know, I, I just knew about her and, like, knew things, and then slowly she was growing to me, and then, I mean, ever since the Taylor thing and ever since the life of Pablo, it's just been a complete love affair, <laughs> like, on the level of what I have for Kanye. I think the first turn in my starting to respect her a lot was after Yeezus came out and watching Kanye kind of go a little more media-intensive mm-hmm. than what he had been. Uh, and a little more putting himself out there, I started wondering about their dynamic in the sense of like, oh, wait, Kim has built this entire reputation from how she brands herself and there's social media and all of that. And now we're seeing Kanye take on a little bit more of a a personality mm-hmm. in the news and gaining that attention. Like, I wonder what kind of, do they have discussions about that? Like, yeah, right. You know they is, do. Is he respect like her savviness and wants to get up on her level? Like, what's their cooperation? So that was kind of the first thing that got me into her. Was wondering, like, it was the, kind of that moment of realization that maybe this woman is much much smarter than what I had ever expected <laughs> or given credit to. And I right. think the last few years have really done a lot to confirm that she is like she does have a good head on her shoulders. She is savvy with a lot of this stuff, and yeah. Absolutely. I, it's been awesome to see them together, her and Kanye, and watch their relationship, you know, become what it is. And I, I think there is something to their business relationship, too, like you said, how Kanye became a little more media savvy. But I also think that, and Anna mentioned this on the previous episode, that he's helped her probably a lot focus her branding. Because for a while, she would say yes to anything, which brings us to one of Anna's top five moments which was when Kim Kardashian hosted a toilet paper opening for Charmin. <laughs> Five consecutive years, Charmin has given holiday visitors the chance to enjoy the go at the Charmin restrooms in Times Square. This year, Kim Kardashian helped open their newest location at 142 West 42nd Street between 6th Avenue and Broadway. It's the fifth year in a row that Charmin is opening up a great, gorgeous, clean restrooms for, you know, everyone to use in New York City. Uh, she, it was an official opening for a restroom in New York that was just outfitted with Charmin stuff, like a baby changing table and all this stuff. Um, and, uh, Anna writes, 
uh, Can't Knock Her Hustle, contrast to 2016 when she's on the cover of Forbes and tweeted, not bad for a girl with no talent. <laughs> uh, so this is just, it's great. That self-awareness, I, I, I like that. The fact that she's aware <laughs> of what everybody's saying and just lets it, I mean, for as far as we know, lets it slide off of her because she has the grander plan in mind. Right. Um, it kind of reminds me, this is a weird comparison, but <laughs> there's an episode with Silicon Valley <laughs> where uh, Richard is, has like one article written about him where some like tech blogger speculates that maybe his uh, Pied Piper technology isn't as good as everybody thinks it is. And he starts throwing the biggest hissy fits <laughs> about like, I can't have this woman out there like besmirching my name and making me look bad i just need to sit down and talk with her and like explain everything and it's that that fragile ego that just has like one dissenting voice that you have to go out and like try to placate them uh you can't make everybody happy case in point we got a one-star review the other day (laughs) i was just thinking about that (laughs) right like i am not a one-star man and this is not a one-star show (laughs) Five Star Man. Um, <laughs> it's always sunny reference. Yes, but that's the kind of thing that I feel people at the success level that Kim and Kanye have that they have to be able to kind of let all of that stuff slide right. off their back. <laughs> it's truly amazing. I don't know. I guess practice makes perfect. I don't know how you get to that level, but nobody gets shit more than them, and they don't seem to care. No. Well, I mean, I guess they have the. <laughs> The private home in Calabasas, not to care. <laughs> not um, bad. Not bad. Not bad. But yeah, that, I do think that that's probably a good point. Though maybe if you read 48 strategy or 48 laws of power, mm-hmm. one of the early laws is about garnering as much attention as possible uh, because, you know, the old saying, there's no such thing as bad publicity. But when you're trying to break into the field and into the industry, you really just do whatever you can to get yourself the exposure and the name recognition, the brand recognition, and work with people and yada yada. And once you reach a certain point, you scale back immensely and create that mystery about you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, as you're saying, probably the thing that Kanye helped with is saying like, hey, you're at this level now. <laughs> now you can scale back and now you can be more you don't selective. Have to do bathroom and kind of, openings? Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really impressive. Um, and speaking of, you know, not letting the hate get to you, I think one of the things Kim had to live down and to this day says is one of her biggest regrets is a little song she made called Jam. Holy shit. This thing is really impressive, and it's Anna's number two moment. I guess these are in no particular order. <laughs> this is a, the number two moment of all time. But uh, it is... I had no idea this song existed, and it's a doozy. Yeah, even Anna said it's. it was produced by The Dream, and it's got to be one of the worst songs ever, <laughs> which I don't know if that's 
like shit talking the dream as well as Kim. <laughs> but uh, whoever had anything to do with this song should be ashamed. <laughs> I think this work. is why the dream got to be in the life of Pablo. Because his name is associated with the song, and this was like Kanye saying, like, sorry, man, <laughs> you can be on highlights in Ultra Light Beam. <laughs> yeah, he really made a turnaround from there. <laughs> uh, is this where I do a dramatic reading of the lyrics? Yeah. Um, I encourage everyone to go listen to the full song, but I think uh, I think you should just give us a little taste of what they're about to hear. <clears throat> <laughs> turn me up. Turn me up. Turn me. Turn me. Turn me up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turn me up, turn me up. Turn me, turn me, turn me up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going out tonight. It's going down. Heading straight to the front of the line. On the fly. On the floor, I can't stand still. And I'm going to work like I'm paying my bills, bills. My whole clicks on the floor. We're gonna party, then party some more. Rosé up in the air, feeling good, feeling great, just got paid. What? <laughs> they play in my jam, 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 they play in oh, my jam, the they play in my jam, they play in my jam, they play in my jam. Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up, DJ. <laughs> turn it up so I can rock the night away, away. I'm going to burn it out tonight. It's going down by live via satellite. Jesus Christ. And all I see is angels in my eyes. <laughs> Whoa. And the buzz got me way up in the sky. Bye bye. <laughs> Maybach. Did Kim die? Fr- <laughs> Maybe drugs. <laughs> Maybach in the front. Pick out any boy that I want. <laughs> DJ, here I am. Feeling good. Feeling great. Just got paid. They play my jam. They play my jam. They play my jam. Turn it up. Turn it up. So I can rock the night away. Girls in the build- building. <laughs> Fellas in the club. Boys spending money. Girls looking good. I'm on the floor, living my life. <laughs> I don't think you can live your life on the floor. You can, like, dance on the floor. You can, like, jam out on the floor, rock out on the floor. Dancing is living. Living my life. Feeling so good. Feeling so right. Got my hands up. Celebrate like it's my birthday. Hey. Five more shots of tequila. I'm Thursday. Feeling so good. Feeling so great. Tonight, 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 tonight. And then the bridge, the chorus, oh and God. the chorus play again for like two minutes and 50 seconds. <laughs> it's a four minute and 35 second song. It feels like an eternity. Uh, I don't think you should be mixing rosé and tequila. I, I think they should be. <laughs> That's funny that it's her birthday in that song, though. This is, uh, this is quite fitting. Uh, it's, she's only celebrating like it's her birthday. Oh, I understand. Wow. Yeah, it's so, uh, that's motivation that anybody can make a song. It's the most generic fucking song I've ever. <laughs> it's not great, but I think Kim realizes that. <laughs> I think I'd rather listen to Friday. <laughs> I would 100% rather listen to Friday. And watch the, the video. video. The video for this is also weird. Like you see three shots of Kim on her knees crawling. Like, yeah. Not towards you you're seeing like her ass crawling away and it's just like really and then later she's just like having she's posing with pictures with people like on a red carpet but not a red it's really it's strange like why isn't she in a club in the video yeah it goes from like (laughs) r-rated down to like a magazine photo pr yeah (laughs) the production value leaves a lot to be desired (laughs) 
especially since this was was this a 2012 song? So I know. Isn't the that song crazy? was released March second, 2011. So she had money at that point, and she's with Kanye, right? Yeah, I think they were. <laughs> were they not? Uh, see, these are the things we should know. Yeah, start. That's for the dating. anniversary special. Uh, 2012 is when they started dating. Oh, maybe they weren't together. So it was like a year before they got together. Oh, okay. Interesting. But, yeah, you think she would have? I mean, even Rebecca Black had like <laughs> various settings. <laughs> I wonder how many people remember Rebecca Black. She's now like a YouTube celebrity. Oh, really? I guess a lot of kids know her then. Yeah, she pivoted. Yeah, and Miranda Scenes has her own fucking special on Netflix. Who's Miranda? Oh, gosh. Come on. You don't know your YouTube celebrities? No. You know, I talked to one of my friend's uh, nephews. Yeah. And I asked him if he watched more TV or YouTube, and he said he just watches YouTube people all the just time. Just watches YouTube. <laughs> it's not even TV at this point. He just watches YouTube personalities. Wow, that's uh, scary. Scary. Anyway, so that song sucks. Yeah. Um, but that's badly. okay. We've all done yeah. shitty things. Yeah. Uh, it's better than the song that I would put out, I think. Like, the first thing you do of anything has to be shit. Though, should we put out a song? I think we should. I mean, we uh, did write that. If anyone wants to go find it, we wrote a... We traded verses on a rapping about... What's that movie? Man of the Iron Fist? Yeah, I we was, didn't. We I, didn't rap it. But. No, but we should, and we, yeah, should we should produce some music. Okay, let's do it, and release it as a response to Jam. <laughs> uh, okay. So what's next? <laughs> uh, let's see. I I want to do one of mine, which is the Selfish Book. Um, it's Kim's giant collection of selfies that she's put together from way back when when she started doing selfies up till i think around north's birth um or the wedding or it was like one of the i guess north was born by then um but yeah it's an awesome book that's just full of selfies and i i rated it on itunes or on a goodreads four stars and then like if you go like one book below it's some like pretentious book i rated three stars (laughs) it's just like it's so good oh because it's just a bunch of i mean it is an interesting capture of kind of the zeitgeist right of what could be put out there at this point and of capturing the impact of the selfie yeah right it, I mean, that essentially is what it is. It's displaying the power of the selfie and kind of the journey the selfie has taken over time and how people have gotten, like, creative with them or, like, the just it's come to, like, represent, like, especially when it comes to Kim, like, you know, who they are and, like, tracking, like, their timeline. And it's this weird... <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but, like, it's just something I feel like nobody over the age of, like, you know, 40 can connect with and it's something like that feels like it's very much part of my time and feels I don't know like there's something very real about flipping through a book of somebody's selfies and just watching them grow it's weird you know I I don't even think people our age in their (laughs) mid to late 20s even can appreciate 
sort of what this book is and what this book might be because I can just see 20 years from now people like famous artists or something putting out uh, like a midlife biography that is something similar to this sure. just a series of photos and they're like yeah you know we all made fun of the selfie book by Kim Kardashian but it's an interesting way to get a look at somebody's life that's not necessarily through kind of the written word right and not everybody wants to read i i don't know if i, I necessarily don't want to read a biography about <laughs> kim but that's because so much of like what is her right because is caught up in these selfies exactly because the written word is one thing but this book truly embodies and captures kim and everything mm-hmm. she's about and the power of her branding and and i think you're right you'll, you'll probably see stuff trending this way and it She's just like clearly ahead of her time. Like we'll talk about Kimojis, but like nobody did Kimojis before Kim did them. Those kinds of, you know, branded emojis. And I think this is kind of a first step towards the kind of book we might see. I'm curious. I am curious. Well, <laughs> uh, there's some reviews on Amazon that <laughs> we would like to share. <laughs> you want to trade off? Yeah. Uh, starting with Tracy Young who 1,491 people found this helpful. (laughs) The review is, a poor tree died for this. One star. (laughs) I got another one star review uh, from YoYoMan159. One, take the money you were planning on buying this book with. Two, look at it real good. Three, put it in an envelope. Four, donate it to Nepal. Five, optional, go buy yourself some brain cells. I don't know how that works. No, that person doesn't know what they're talking about. You can't buy brain. Uh, maybe you could buy brain cells. <laughs> I guess if you buy brain, you're buying brain cells. Where do you buy brain? I don't know. I I just know in the movie Monkey Shining that you can scrape frozen bits off a brain and just inject it into yourself. What movie? <laughs> Monkey, Monkey Shines from the 80s. Mo- the no. George A. Romero film about a killer monkey. I had no idea. No. <laughs> Go check it out. I need to after that description. Uh, I got one from Reed Hubbard. Uh, I can recommend the audio version of this book. It lasts 37 seconds. The narrator basically says, on this page, we have an idiot in her cleavage looking into a camera. And they say it 500 times. See, what's dumb about this review, Reed, if you don't mind me calling you Reed, Mr. Hubbard, what's dumb about this review you say that it lasts 37 seconds. <laughs> it just logistically doesn't make sense. Yeah, because the narrator can't say, on this page we have an idiot in her cleavage looking into a camera 500 times in 37 seconds. So uh, I get that you're probably using hyperbole, but I hate you. <laughs> 1,542 people found that helpful. <laughs> um, maybe let's focus on some good ones. Um, I have one from Guppy Lover. It's five stars. It's a little tongue-in-cheek, but I think it's meant to be, you know, love. It is five stars. I bought this book because I wanted to go into the tropical fish business. I really thought this would be an instructional guide to sell fish. The woman with the trout face really threw me off. Apparently, this book is actually about selling melons firms. I can tell from the cover photo. Buyer beware. But I think with the five stars, I think they're being, like, funny. <laughs> like, all these other people writing dumb reviews, like, don't listen to them. There's a... If you look up the most expensive watches on Amazon, they all have five stars, and it's all people just writing ridiculous reviews like this. Really? 
It's one of the most amazing things yeah. I've ever encountered. <laughs> uh, the last one that I want to read that just tickles me to no end <laughs> is by M. Varden. Again? No. Oh, he's got two? No, no. I'm just recalling mentioning him earlier. <laughs> or her. Whoever. Uh, it's called A Spine-Chilling Work of Unrelenting Horror. <laughs> I had a choice between this and a monkey's paw. I chose the monkey's paw. They still made me take this book. I tried to burn it, but the match turned blue and went out. I threw the book in a lake and all the fish died. When I drove home, I found the book in the back seat. I'm pretty sure that in seven days, Kim's going to crawl out of this book and tell me about her new line of clutch bags. I have an old, sickly neighbor. I'm going to let him read it and see if the curse transfers to him. Man, I hope so. (laughs) Uh, And then there are some last five-star reviews that are all just love. Love KKW, love, 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 love her book. I love a good picture book. And then, possibly my favorite, if the Amazon page will stop jumping around. Sexy, interesting, and a cool coffee table book. It's thick, but not long or very wide. That's not a pun. (laughs) Don't know why you're talking about puns. Well, thickness and width (laughs) and length, all kind of, uh, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even going to try to go into that guy's mind. M.M. Good old Matthew Martinez. Yep. And yeah, so that's the selfish book. Yeah, we appreciate all the all the five-star people. Yeah, absolutely. The one-star people can go fuck themselves. That's what one-star people have to do. Yeah. And uh, I, I since we touched on the subject, I think Kimojis, which is on Anna's top five list, is easily one of the best things to come from Kim. Because it truly was, like, unless I just don't know about it, I don't know of anyone else that made their own emojis. It was the first one that I heard of, and after that, there was just a slew of them that came out. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, I I was talking about it the other day, it's really brilliant. Like, (laughs) it's amazing that no one thought of that, and that she can just constantly update them, and it's just this way, it's like such an insane form of branding to, like, put yourself in everybody's phone if they want you (laughs) and they're funny and they're tongue-in-cheek and they're self-aware it's great it seems uh there was an article in hype beast called how kim kardashian started the rise of the emoji business and it says that uh she approached this guy jared henke of whale rock industries and had all the ideas for the emoji pack from the names to the designs already in mind. And the guy said, Kim's the best marketer I've ever met. When the app launched on December 21st, 2015, it broke the Apple app store and quickly rose to number one on all charts. Fucking A. Well, it certainly wasn't the first custom emoji pack to be developed. It was the first to feature a pop culture icon boosting the overall emoji business. Yeah. With Kim's signature cry face as the main icon... <laughs> The tongue-in-cheek nature of the app made viral success inevitable. Thank you, Rebecca Kim, for answering the questions that we had. <laughs> uh, and for all the Throners out there that are purely just Kanye West, Kanye West fans and might not care as much about Kim, if you download the Kimoji app, there are Kanye Kimojis, including one that she just added, which is her hand hitting the yay button. Wait, really? Yes. It kind of makes me want to get Kimoji. <laughs> kind of. Here, I'll send it to you right now. That sounds awesome. 
Um, I, I would just use that all the time, and people would be like, "Stop." <laughs> uh, actually, we should get that up on our Kanye ASAP. But uh, yeah, and you know what? It'd probably be good to cover some of the things that have become emojis, which, um, like you said, includes Kim crying. Kim is a notoriously ugly crier, as her sisters have noted. And there are several episodes of Camp with Kardashians where we can see her crying. Like the episode where she goes in the ocean and loses one of her earrings. Oh, Don't move. Now just breathe. Everything's going to be fine. What's wrong with you guys? My diamond earring came up in the ocean and it's gone. And there's people that are dying. Which uh, makes for a pretty entertaining video. She's walking with Chris and crying and... Uh, Courtney asks what's wrong and Kim tells her that she lost one of her earrings and then Courtney just responds Kim there's people that are dying (laughs) (laughs) it's such a unexpected moment too because (laughs) so many people associate the Kardashians with like a disconnection from society so on the one hand to see Kim crying over a diamond earring is the kind of thing where people be like this is everything that's wrong with this show (laughs) But then to have Courtney be like, Kim, what the fuck? Like, people are dying. Like, just go buy another one. (laughs) It shows they're aware of the fact of how ridiculous their lives are. Yeah, right. And I think Kim is probably, too. I mean, she made it one of her kimojis. Like, if she was truly uh, just, like, defending herself, like, no, like, it's okay to cry about it, Eerie. Like, she probably wouldn't put it on there. But there it is. A giant face of right. her crying. <laughs> right. I like that. And then you uh, also had on there her crying after Blackberry got thrown on the ground. Yeah, I think who knows why Chris threw it on the ground. But then <laughs> apparently Kim took Chris's phone and threw it off a balcony and then retreated to her room to cry. And Courtney brought some cameras in there because she thinks that, that Kim's funny her crying face is so funny. Funny, get out if you're gonna continue to laugh and make fun of me. I'm tired of it. I start laughing at Kim when she's crying because I just can't help it. She has this ugly crying face that she makes. You're sitting there laughing. It's not funny. I'm not laughing. And Kim just throws a fit, saying like, "Get the cameras out of here. You're just laughing at me." And Clo- and uh, Courtney just keeps saying, "I'm not laughing," while clearly laughing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing watching people cry like. <laughs> Especially when they're throwing, like it's sad watching people cry when it's a serious cry. Right. Like, oh, your dog died, like, and you're crying. Yeah. This is really sad. But if it's like, <laughs> I spilled coffee on my shoes, and like, you're just like, it's actually pretty hilarious. Yeah, like, if you could go back and watch it later, it'd be so funny. Like you spilled coffee because you sneezed and farted at the same time and surprised <laughs> yourself and dropped the coffee cup, like. Yes, this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can go find a bunch of Kim Crying videos online. They're all pretty good. Yeah. And then in the comments section, you'll see people crying about <laughs> right. the Kardashians being successful. <laughs> um, and then one other moment that became a classic Kimoji was when uh, she overheard Chloe talking shit about her. So and then Kim came into the room and started swinging her purse at her. Don't be fucking don't do rude. Are you kidding me? I Stop. swear to God, Stop. don't be fucking what rude. You throw doing? the thing on me. I'll fucking hurt you. Don't do that. Stop. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Bitch. Get out. No, you're Say don't be a bitch. 
Yeah, wait, do they typically drop, like, F-bombs on Keeping Up with the Kardashians that uh, aren't beeped out? They're a lot more controlled and reserved these days. I think it used to be a little nuttier. But could they say fuck on air and oh, it's I don't, fine? I don't think so. Because in the video you linked to, she's just like, fuck, like, oh, fuck really? you. And oh, like, really? I didn't even yeah, and just It's unedited. Oh, great. No, I think that's just a F-bombs. YouTube thing. Nice. Yeah, she's swinging. Like, I can't tell, because she's swinging her purse, like, hard, but also... Missing. <laughs> missing. Yeah, so it, I guess that's part of the the faux reality, right? Like right. reality of reality TV. I think But then she punches Chloe in the arm really hard. Yeah. Which you know what reminded me of me and my brother. Like we've had plenty of dumb fights and I've like we've gone like too far sometimes, but I mean watching them today, knowing they're such a tight family unit, like this is just again, kind of funny. <laughs> you would look back and just be like, that was stupid. Absolutely. It's probably the thing like you'd look back with with your sibling and just like crack up that it was happening. Right. And I think a lot of people have a holier than thou attitude towards Kim and their family and would see something like this and like just again, like you said, point to it and be like, look how terrible they are. But I I don't know. To me, I think honestly, my brother and I's relationship is probably stronger thanks to the fact that we were like we had a lot of fights and got a lot of stuff out over the years. So I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. I like it. Yeah. What else do we got? Back up to Anna or continue on? <laughs> yeah. Um, one of Anna's favorite moments, which, I mean, honestly, it's the moment. It's when uh, Kim released the Taylor Snapchat or the Taylor tapes on Snapchat. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's. A lot of it. You go to our Kanye and look up <laughs> top Kim posts like we did. <laughs> Most of them are the last three months because it's so many people being like really excited about what she did with the Taylor tapes and really respecting like her defending Kanye. Yeah. And also just being a bad bitch. Yeah. Fucking A. Should I have called her and asked her if I could call her a bad bitch before calling her a bad bitch? <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe a boss ass bitch because that's a Nikki line. I think either one. I think she'd appreciate either one. Yeah, fair enough. She's a boss ass bad bitch. <laughs> it was really incredible to see what happened to Arkanye the days after. Like one of the top posts is the Kim Kardashian appreciation thread, which has 134 comments. And the person writes, "The perfect wife, ride or die if I ever saw one. Sexy, smart, hilarious, <laughs> heart of gold, perfect mother." Rich and loving, caring, protective, even treasures his mother's legacy. All of that. Love it. It's pretty awesome. What's uh <laughs> I like that the the top one just to jump into that for a second uh-huh. is Kim Kardashian tweeting about Taylor. And it's the wait, it's legit National Snake Day. They have holidays for everybody. I mean everything these days. <laughs> and just a bunch of snake emojis. Love it. And the top comment by Sockmock29 is Kim shitposting too. <laughs> and on the Kim Kardashian appreciation tr- thread, the top comment is the wife of Pablo. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then a bunch of hashtag relationship goals. <laughs> it's absolutely right. It's, uh, I told Marie to start videotaping every conversation I have. <laughs> just in case I need it, so... 
Um, and if you want to hear more about those tapes, you can go back and listen to our Taylor Kanye West episode. Yeah, the full history of Kanye and Taylor. It's two hours long. <laughs> it's a goddamn doozy. <laughs> but necessary if you're going to be a true Kanye stan. Yeah, let's let's start selling our podcast as that. <laughs> Listen to us because we're necessary. <laughs> if you're a true, true stan. Um, and speaking of the whole Taylor fiasco, I think Kim being on Snapchat's one of the top Kim moments because it's been fucking awesome. Yeah, the insight that, I mean, she has cool snaps anyway, usually because she's doing cool things because she has a lot of money, <laughs> but it's, it's uh, also fun how often Kanye was involved. Yeah, Just getting to see, like, behind-the-scenes Kanye. I, uh, I meant to post one once that was her and Kanye hanging out in the bathroom before a show. And it was just so fucking adorable. Like, she was, like, talking to Kanye while Kanye was, like, in a bathroom stall. And he was laughing about something. And then he came out and she was Snapchatting his arm. Because all the, like, I had never really, I mean, Kanye's not somebody to, like, show off his body. But she was like, hey, like, flex for it. And, like, he's got these, like, fucking jacked arms. And they're, <laughs> and they're just, like, laughing about it. And then they take a selfie and it's so fucking great. <laughs> Yeah, and we've gotten all the Saint and North stuff. It's just, ugh, love it. Yeah, it's pretty. They got a, they got a rocking family. Yeah. God, that's really creepy <laughs> to think about saying that. I know all this stuff about like the Kardashian West family just from well, Snapchat. That's what she's been doing though. She, she doesn't mind it. Yeah. And fame really is weird. Yeah. Which makes the famous video all the more perfect. Oh, that's another great Kim moment. Although it's more of a Kanye moment. <laughs> um, one of the funnier things that we got from Keep It Kardashian is that everyone should go find this video. Kim had a fish, a fish pedicure I guess they flake off the dead skin or something? Oh, yuck. <laughs> yeah. Seems pretty gross. Um, but the video's but funny. Yeah, she, yeah, it's when she... Before she was having North, I think. And she has her feet in and she starts freaking out. And uh, near tears again. <laughs> which I guess happens a lot. <laughs> I wonder if that's for the show. I wonder if she cried because... I don't know. The, hmm. the crying face looks legitimate to me. It's like a really ugly crying face. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I just wonder if she cries that much in like oh, okay. day-to-day activities. <laughs> I think it's toned down a lot. I don't know the last time she cried on the show. Okay. Because I'm thinking about like how Kanye, when you see Kanye like out, right. he's like ranting and like <laughs> being like a force. But then when you see him on the Snapchat stuff or on the show, he's just the sanest calmest person in the room <laughs> i really want to see kanye break down crying over something like like you know he <laughs> like he didn't bring one of his easy shirts or something and just throws a fit has the ugly crying <laughs> face and courtney appears and she's like people are dying that would be fantastic 
Yeah. It would be. Um, there's also a great episode of Keeping Up where... Uh, <laughs> so Chris and... Uh, I think it might be Courtney think that Kim has a shopping addiction. So Kim forces her to go to the mall with her and but won't allow her to buy anything. But <laughs> then at some point in the episode, Kim says, like, oh, like, like, OK, you made your point. I'm going to go home. But really just snuck off somewhere in the mall to buy something. <laughs> they confronted her. Ladies, a day of torture. My mom and I have challenged Kim to come with us and watch his shop, and she's not allowed to buy one thing. These are really cute. So sorry. Do you like this? Do you like this? Do you like this? Maybe I'll get this. I think that they're just being really insensitive at this point. They're kind of taunting me, showing me all these things that they're getting, and I'm just plain bored. The challenge is complete. I've, I haven't shopped. You guys are shopping. That's fine. But I've been here for a few hours now with you shopping. I've had enough. I'm going to go. Bye, guys. Bye, drama. Kim is definitely an addict. I mean, you're getting mad and defensive at us over shopping. Oh, we got to keep an eye on her. Well, we're not keeping an eye on her. You know no, what she's, she's up to, right? She totally put stuff in the dressing room in her size. OK, Kim can't get out of the store fast enough. There's a chance that Kim's back at the store shopping, and my gut says we should go check on her. There's, like, a chance that she's there. So cool of them. Ooh, busted. Yeah. Busted. Wait, I am an adult. I can do whatever I want. That's what an alcoholic would say. Yeah, when they're being confronted addict. with a problem. She's got to know that she has a problem. I mean, there's no way she can't know. She has to sneak back in and buy something. You guys are crazy. Crazy. We're crazy. It was a very awkward encounter. Yeah, she ends up leaving the shop, and you see Chris and Courtney, like, walking, and they're like, mm, I bet she went back to buy something. I saw her putting things in her size in one of the dressing rooms. <laughs> so they go back to Bloomingdale's, and there she is, like, trying on clothes, and they're just like, what the hell, Kim? <laughs> Love it. Yeah, and Kim's quote is, I'm an adult. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> and uh, I... I think it's Chris is like that's what an alcoholic would say. Yeah, like, that's what an alcoholic would say. You have an, a you have a shopping addiction. You need to knock it off. <laughs> it's good stuff. I guess you either get over the addiction or you make enough money to where the addiction doesn't matter. Yeah, right. Um Oh, you know what? Before we get anything else, I uh I did have a bit of Jay-Z news that I wanted to report. <laughs> Oh, what uh, what's that? Uh, so I guess today, um, you know, Jay Z and Kanye are having some beef right now. Um, ever since the robbery and Kanye saying things, and Jay Z might have said who knows, but uh, it didn't stop. Jay-Z from taking Kim out to brunch today. And uh, he took her to a local restaurant and they each, you know, like had a good time. She brought North, he brought Blue. And uh, they, uh, you know, the kids played and they, Jay had uh, Eggs Benedict Florentine with some, um, instead of English muffins, they were um, 
So, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> really getting detailed. They were papayas, and the eggs were uh, over easy, a little runny, um, and they had some tomatoes and spinach on top. It sounds like a beautiful time. Yeah, and uh, Kim just got oatmeal <laughs> with no raisin, no fruit, no uh, sugar or anything, just plain oatmeal. Body goals. <laughs> yeah, she's got to stay fit. What a kind of re- makes me sad in the way that the ending of, um, oh fuck, what's that really sad movie with James McAvoy? Atonement. This reminds was me of not the. Gonna guess this that. reminds me of Atonement. <laughs> In what way? In the way that it's like this really nice, happy, like the kids finally get to play together, like Jay-Z and Kim are so happy, and it's just like, this is the scenario I'd want. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they had a good time. That's good. They got mimosas. Jay-Z got the grapefruit mimosa, and Kim got uh, plain orange juice. Uh, funny enough, uh, <laughs> Clazy... Uh, oh yeah what's he up to he took kanye out (laughs) so while jay was hanging out with kim uh jay-z's clone was hanging out with kanye oh that is nice teamwork yeah right so i feel like uh kanye and jay are gonna really move past the same way that like kanye and cuddy kind of had their real quick spat and got over it right i feel like jay having a clone is really going to make huge strides forward in the kind of fractured relationship with Kanye that we've seen. You know what I'm wondering though, does does Kanye know about the clone? That is a good question. So does he think that he's just hanging out with Jay-Z and it's all good, but Jay-Z actually just sent like, you know, his body double? I think he probably knows that if Kim's going out with Jay and he's also out with Jay. (laughs) That's also, that's true. I think Kanye has deductive reasoning skills. To just be like, oh, you have a clone? Yeah, and, you know, he respects okay. Jay as a business and as a businessman. So I think he's, he's really going man. to appreciate that Jay-Z can clone. And he'll just not bat an sure. eye at it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense why Jay-Z hasn't called since the robbery, because he's just been busy, you know, making a clone. Yeah, he's he's doing, he's on his man, mad scientist grind yeah. so jeez. but okay yeah that was our jay-z news yeah we just wanted to make sure we got to that we don't want to miss it absolutely <laughs> that is the important part of this conversation absolutely <laughs> um and one last moment from anna's favorite kim moments uh the time she wrote a post on her website about the american armenian genocide Kim used to be so neutral and was scared of saying anything controversial. This was a huge step for her, and it was well-written and poignant. It's clearly a topic close to her heart. Yeah, I I like that. I feel like the Armenian genocide is something that's important to a, a lot of people and something that's not talked about enough. And right. history is very... It's a necessary thing, and to have people try and reject your history or downplay your history whether it's an individual history or a group's history is really sad to right. witness. So I think it's, I think it's great that somebody of Kim's stature is speaking out about something that a lot of people don't feel gets the coverage or recognition that it should. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Um, and you can read that on Kim Kardashian's website. If you're a subscriber, 
I'm sure you can find it somewhere else if you really want to read it. Yeah, I'm sure somebody control C, control V that shit <laughs> all over the internet. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's good stuff. And you know what? No other specific moments, but just post baby Kim in general is an honorable mention for Anna. Um, something about becoming a mother changed Kim and there's been a new edge to her ever since she's less timid and boring than she was before. And her brand has completely exploded ever since, which I think is true. Kim being a mom is like really inspiring. It's awesome to see her and Connie just kill it as being parents. I wonder how much of that is kind of the like pre-adult post-adult kind of mindset to where before you have a kid, it's kind of like, well, we're do this, this and this. And it's all kind of like, fun and games in a way to where mm-hmm. after you have a kid you're kind of like all right i'm gonna do things that to me <laughs> seem i don't think respectable is the right word but they just seem like i need to get on this level and do these sure. things and it's like much more efficient and ruthless and like smarts and just i don't know yeah it's uh it's definitely more composed and focused and focused. Sh- yes. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be awesome to see for like St. North growing up and seeing, you know, their parents like brand and how they focus it and everything. I think that's, yeah, that'll be great. It will. It will. And then, uh, our last honorable mention is that Kim brought her entire family along for the ride. Yeah. Just, uh, because her fame really did explode a lot more than her family's, but I don't know. Watching the show, I guess the most striking thing has been how closely knit they all are. And when I hear people talking shit about them, I just like it's getting to the point where I can't even take it seriously. Like you've clearly like never watched the show. You don't know how they are around each other. They're they're great. Like they're like any normal family and there's really like once you strip away the fame, they're completely normal people, so yeah, it's been great to watch them all, you know, rise the way they have. Good. Oh, is there anything anything more? Oh, some of the Arcani top posts. Yeah, there's some great um, Arcani posts that involve Kim. One of the good ones uh, is titled, Kim is a Savage. <laughs> and it's a photo of Kim winking as she types on her phone, which is hilarious. And the caption is, Katie warned us, Nikki warned us, Demi warned us, Calvin warned us, Kanye warned us, Kim showed us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's got and that And then the top comment face. is, we all need Kim in our lives. We do. We do. And that was uh, Pipi- Papaya Bobby who posted the picture <laughs> and Nerfman2227 making the comment. Yeah. <laughs> What else do we got? We got uh the piano. Oh yeah, Kim and Kanye's first date. <laughs> this is adorable. Yeah. Adorable city. It's really pretty awesome. So they were at this toy store in New York city that has like a big floor piano and you can step on the different keys and it plays the music. 
So you see Kim like jumping key to key barefoot and Kanye's a little ways down stomping on things and they're doing that dun 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 playing in tandem. And you can't really see Kim's face because she's so focused on kind of the the dancing and the playing. And Kanye just has this huge fucking smile on his face as he's like dressed in black wearing these huge gold chains. What, Love it. What a moment. It's so... I I had no idea this video existed, actually, until right before we started. And I think it's the new, new biggest source of joy in my life. <laughs> yeah, the full video is on her app. So you have her app, don't you? Uh, I don't, but I should. I don't know why I don't. I, I'm on her website. Okay. I wonder what the full maybe video is. Maybe it's the is. same thing. Maybe I, maybe I do have access to the app. <laughs> Yeah, that was a uh, that was Olive Turtle that posted that seven months back. But thank you, Olive Turtle. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, and I mean, not to toot our own horns, but one of the top Kim posts did come from us. Yeah, from um, from you. It was one of your first posts <laughs> oh, I to did the site. This? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I uh, broke out of my shell that day. It was Kim had to explain Kanye what a magic stick is, and you can go probably find the video, but. Um, Kanye basically saying magic stick while he's walking with North and Kim's like don't say that and he's like why and he's like he's like what does it mean she's like it stands for dick <laughs> and Kanye's just like oh sorry like genuinely sorry <laughs> oops and he was so happy when he like yeah. said to North like is it a magic stick <laughs> like <laughs> honestly that whole episode and I'm so dumb for not remembering. I think it was Puerto Rico. Um, just seeing them all together, you could go back and watch that and just be smile from ear to ear the whole time. It's really great stuff. Was that the Cuba trip or Puerto Rico? Cuba. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Cuba, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Cuba is a very nice place, I hear. Yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr., still a solid actor. He is? No. <laughs> that's what i thought uh um and you know what i don't know i don't see much else on here other than somebody who made a petition for kim flair which i'm on board with yeah people have been asking for kim flair for months and months and months love it yeah which kind of makes me happy it makes me happy that we have our own flair oh absolutely thank you for that um, kanye <laughs> And another post, uh, why are people so fucked with Kanye and Kim? And it's just a giant thread of people basically saying, like, I don't know. Kim and Kanye are awesome. I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) There's just people that like to take all their hate. I mean, we were discussing it a couple episodes ago after the robbery, but they just like to take all their anger and hate out towards Kim and Kanye. That's ridiculous. Mm. I like this one from eight months ago. Kim needs to take Kanye's phone away immediately. <laughs> By Gandor491. Predicting the future. Yeah. Oh, they did take his phone, didn't they? <laughs> well, Kanye threw his phone away. That's right. <laughs> yeah, this was when people were wondering if Kanye was about to go to rehab or something because he was spazzing out, spazzing out on Twitter all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and okay i think uh we pretty much covered it 
Yeah. So happy happy birthday, Kim. Yeah, we know you're listening. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, you know, if you happen to be Chloe or Courtney or Chris, pass <laughs> or Kendall. Yeah, or Kendall or Kylie, pass along our happy birthday wishes. Did you throw in Caitlin? Caitlin. I forget. You know what? Satan North could be listening to. <laughs> I'm just imagining like North is the one that finally introduces like the podcast or to Kanye like five years from now. <laughs> We're still doing shows and it's just even more sad and pathetic than what it already is. Recovering his feature in like the Madonna song. It's just like gotten really sad. Uh <laughs> I don't I don't like the vision of the future that I have. Like I'm getting the feeling that uh Sarah Connor had in T two Judgment Day. She just sees the end of the world. That's our lives. <laughs> but for right now, everything is everything's great. Yeah, we got plenty of songs left to cover. We do. We still have like fifty songs left to cover. <laughs> Uh, then hopefully we get that Turbo Graphics fifteen shit, sixteen shit. Yeah, and then we got Watch the Throne, and then we got Cruel Summer, maybe Cruel Winter, then maybe a Drake collab, maybe a Chance collab, maybe a Kendrick collab. Who knows? Be amazing. Maybe a Kim and Kanye collab. Hey, I think if we combine Jam with Fade, it would be an awesome song. You are the most positive person that I know. <laughs> I'm just imagining like the John Lennon Yoko comparisons. <laughs> if Kanye and uh, Kim put out an album, and I don't know, I've never listened to the John Lennon Yoko, so I don't know if it was bad or if it was just people overreacting how people are wont to do. Yeah, I know uh, the Lennons and Yoko are pretty wavy, so I don't want to jump to any conclusions. <laughs> but I can just see the comparisons that people would be making as soon as they heard that that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, strangely enough, there was an Arcania post about how the Life of Pablo um, art closely resembles the Japanese print of one of the Yoke, um, Plastic Ono Band's albums. Oh, so that's, maybe Kanye's going for that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Maybe Kanye and Yoko will do an album together. Actually, you know what? Anything's possible. Anything. We live in a world where Kanye exists, and that means anything is fucking possible. I think it's so funny that Beatle fans still get so mad whenever, like, Paul McCartney has accepted him, Ringo has accepted him, Yoko has accepted him, John Lennon's son likes him, and they go apeshit whenever he's still, whenever he does anything with the Beatles. How dare they? What sellouts? <laughs> Playing with that no talent hack. Yeah, and fuck Lou Reed and Bruce Springsteen and Nick Cave. Like, they don't know what they're talking about either. Obviously not. No. No. They were flashes in the pan. <laughs> I like how this episode's supposed to be about Kim, and we still found time to, like, vehemently defend Kanye. And extend the time of the episode. <laughs> we're so awful. Okay. Yep. Awful human beings. Happy, happy birthday, Kim. Happy birthday. And thank you, Anna. <laughs> Bye.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.